Welcome to Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. And I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we talk Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 4. Quattro. But for the sake of brevity and also our listeners, we do dive directly into the spoilers, so spoiler, 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 you have been warned. Genius, what did you think of this episode? I dug it. <laughs> That's a very trepidatious dug I, it. I dug, I'm out of here. No, I, 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 I dug it, but like... I got beefs. I got issues. I thought it was a cool. It was a cool mo- uh, little episode. It was a longer episode. Yeah. Um. But I. Think it was a longer story episode too. Yeah. There was a lot of story and a lot of, not action. There wasn't any big scenes, but there was big plays being made, and so like, I think I'm glad. Once again, this is one of those times that I'm glad we're doing this because that gives me a chance to reflect and go along with the journey. I think you're giving us more credit than's due, you know, talking about reflection and catharsis and all this other right. stuff. Right. I'm talking all fancy and shit, all bougie. But anyway, I, but to break it down, I don't know what my score is yet, so I'm glad we're talking. We're tickety-talking. There you go. So, like, we, about the Dragons and Titties show. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so, the first portion of the episode that we actually get, and I mean, we're going to have to talk about this chronologically because yeah. we don't really have subsets to be no. able to bro- break it down like we normally do our episodes. So the first portion that we get is actually the the Viking funeral for all of the fallen warriors, which I thought was really cool the way they set everything up. It was extremely cool because you see Daenerys all sad over uh, Davos. And no, then, not Davos. Jorah. Uh, Jorah. Jorah. I'm sorry. And then you see like Sansa all sad over like Rickety uh, Cricket. Th- Rickety Cricket. You know, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool, and then you see all these people, like, everybody who, like, really meant something to somebody, but then it kind of panned out, and, like, you see all these different pyres and shit, and I thought the next thing you are going to see, because it was on the ramparts, was like, learn the cannons, or, like, <laughs> fire the catapults, and just, like, <laughs> start launching bodies right? out of Winterfell, <laughs> into, like, this big, like, on pile. The fire, just these big flaming bodies, whoosh, just, like, tearing Cersei up. But, like, I was like, that's terrible. But then again, I was like, that's a very nice thing to do. Because um, it was a good rousing speech from Jon Snow. It was. He's like, we're going to hear an on to the dead. And, you know, we're going to keep on fighting and we're going to live. I'm like, yes. And then everybody did their uh, did their torches. But here's the thing. There was a lot of them. It was a lot there of them. There was a lot of pyres. I mean, and, and we didn't pause the episode to see how many funeral pyres there were. Right. But, I mean, we're talking most of the Dothraki. Right. Half of the Unsullied. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they, later on in the episode, and I'm sorry for skipping ahead, but we've got to. The way when they start doing the battle plan, they talk about half of the Unsullied army being gone. Mm-hmm. You know, the Dothraki, half of them being gone. So, it's like, we lost a large portion of Daenerys' army in, yeah. in this battle. Yeah. Which, I mean, we knew we were going to. You know, and what we talked about is that we really didn't get a lot of main character deaths. However, we did get some. So, but I mean, we got all these funeral pyres lit up. And I mean, I'm talking like some, dude, the north is now black with char. Right? Just this like cloud of like, it looks like a silent hill. (laughs) I'd be pissed if I was like the next house down and the wind like shifted. Like everything is covered in human like ash and like, all of a sudden, you see, like, you ghosts floating by. Hey, here's the thing. Here's one, one last thing I want to talk about the funeral, okay? Because then there's more shit to talk about. But at the same time, if I had my choice to uh, die and then I'm on a pyre, because eventually I want to be on a pyre. But if I could have it lit by torches or by dragon's fire, I would have totally set the dragon's fire. With the amount of pyre they had, she could have said, like, Drakars, whoosh, and just, like, Done it all in one full epic swoop. And, like, it was sentimental what they did. It's ceremonial, man. It was very, very. But at the same time, it would have been 
fucking rad. I would have gone. I mean, that's kind of insult to injury just to do strafing runs with the dragons again for no, all of just, the fallen heroes. The you know, because it's fucking rad. Because it's like dragon fire. Exactly. So, no, I, I get where you're going with that one. I just don't know if that would exactly be the most sentimental way to, to part ways with all of these people. And, you know, like you had said, we get like very touching moments with Daenerys going to Jorah. You get Sansa going to Theon and pinning him with the, the Stark emblem, mm-hmm. you know, the little direwolf pin. And you're really symbolizing that he he was a Stark after all. Right. He got his heart after all. Yeah. You know, so now we get a like a full, I guess you would say, catharsis for Theon's character. Yeah. Which was cool because, I mean, he did die protecting Bran. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing we see is after the nice funeral, a very awkward dinner. Oh, yeah. It was it awkward was on multiple cases. awkward. No, it was like, like, I mean, was, everybody's jovial <laughs> right? to a certain extent, but then there's, like, some character interplay that's just, like, off-putting. But at first, it's like it's like the fucking, like, Disney World brew house. We're, like, <laughs> filled to the brim with people rated, like, the best warriors and the best drinkers in town, and everybody's just eating their dinner and not saying shit, right? And then here comes, like, Gen- uh, Genji comes up talking to the Hound. The Hound's like, fuck off, like he normally does. <laughs> Right? Can't tank her soul bastard. Right? Good on the hound. But anyway, so he gets up, and then Daenerys is like, hey, you, Gendry. Like, yeah? Aren't you Robert, Robert Baratheon's son? Oh, and I I'm, thought some shit was going to go down. Me too. Me too. I was like, wait a fucking spill the beans. You already made it. Sorry, the dinner's already awkward as shit. And the next thing you know, you're going to say, hey, that fucker Your right dad there, tried to kill me. Right? <laughs> He's over. Your dad's over there powdered sugar. Right? So, like... Dracars! No, <laughs> I thought some shit was going to go down. Like but... the dragon just pops his head inside the window at Winterfell. <laughs> Toasty. So, like, <clears throat> no. But I'm glad she was like, you know what? You, you're Robert Baratheon. Who takes over your land? He goes, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right? And he goes, now, nope. Now you do. You get some land. And you get some she land. She was straight up the Oprah of the Seven land, Kingdoms. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she, she gave him Storm's End. Right? You know, the Baratheon house. I, Hell Yeah. At least she wasn't, like, holding a bitter grudge because he did fight his ass off. Well, Daenerys also did that for an ulterior motive. I mean, she didn't do that just out of the goodness of her heart. She did that to try to win over another house, Mm -hmm. you know, because if she gives a house away, I mean, this this is an extreme home makeover. Right? No, for example. Like, she gets a house for life to be able to call. There's a cult of Ty Ty Pennington for a reason, right? So, like, he gets... (laughs) House Bennington. <laughs> but before Gendry even gets the house and Daenerys does her little speech, when he's talking to the Hound, Gendry's going to, have you seen Arya? And the Hound's like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. Gendry's like, well, no, what? I just want to know she's okay. You just want to get your D wet. And that's that, exactly what the Hound is alluding right? to. He you goes, just want to get your D wet. Why are you, why are you tripping? He goes, no, 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 I wanted to see how she's doing. Like, well, fucking ever. Yeah. So, I mean, I, the Hound has delivered probably some of the best lines throughout the entire series. And, you know, we know that the series is coming to an end here in a couple episodes, but it's like, damn it, leave the Hound alive. He's, he's, Give him, like, River Run or something. He's that kind of wonderful, gruff old man you don't want to fuck with, you know? Every now and then he drops nuggets of terribleness, but they're still really funny as shit. So, no, I liked it. Like, when she gave uh, Gendry that land... Not only was that a good strategic plan on him, and, and, and Tyrion called her out like, you know what, keep this house, give him a house, they'll love you forever. But that look that Sansa gave the entire episode. Because Sansa just, knows what's going on. Exactly. She, she learned smart. from Cersei. Exactly. She knows exactly what the plan is. She is, is no longer slow learner Sophie Turner. No, she's quick learner Sophie Turner. So uh, she's Dark Phoenix Sophie Turner. There you go. So she's over there like, 
given mad shade like sansa shade the entire episode it's crazy when she was justified in doing so because you know everything that daenerys is doing right now is trying to not necessarily form a wedge but it's it's strategic for her and her alone mm-hmm. you know she knows that she has the unsullied the portion of the dothraki that are still alive the two dragons and everything that she's doing now is trying to set up to to break the relationship that Arya Sansa, Bran, and John have. Yeah, you know, so like even the next portion that we get, we get even more character development out of Daenerys because you know Tormund is is you know giving everybody cheers and they're they're doing the, a the toast whole, yeah to a everybody. toast to everyone yeah and then Tormund comes by and he goes you know I I saw this man mount a dragon he's talking about John and he goes. I've never even seen you and you know a man mount a dragon. He goes, mm-hmm. "This is a madman or a king," you right? know, and it's like, "Holy and shit!" Daenerys is like, "Ah, oh, shit!" The North is gonna follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, because he had the allegiance of everyone. Because mm-hmm. even though he came in, turning him in, like, "All hail the queen!" Right, and even even uh, Daenerys is like, "And hail Arya, savior right. of the day." Good on Daenerys. Yeah, she, yeah Daenerys called Arya the, the hero mm-hmm. of Winterfell. Yep. Good on Daenerys for saying, look, yeah, she really is, because she really fucking was. Yep. So. Yeah, and then the next portion of this dinner, we actually see that Sansa goes up to the Hound. And, you know, we haven't had a character interaction between the Hound and Sansa since they were back in King's Landing. Right. You know, and this is right after Ned Stark was beheaded. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the Hound is talking to Sansa about everything uh, in regards to how everything's going by. And he goes, you know, you've changed, little bird. And Sansa's just like, you know, I, I have changed, you know, because everything is, everything is so dire and, you know, I have changed because of ever all the experiences I've been through mm-hmm. and that the hound even kind of brings it up, you know, he's like, you know, I, I heard you were defiled roughly by you yeah. know, your, your former husband. Just talking shit. Just well, talking I don't, sh- I don't think he was talking shit. He no, was, he, he was, doesn't know how to be nice. Well, no, absolutely not. He's the hound. Right. I mean, anybody nicknamed the hound that's been, had half his face burned. I don't think they're going to be necessarily With the. Like- the the nicest person especially how how we've seen him dispatch people but i think at the end of the day he still cares about people and he's just a mean old piece of shit but sansa was like yeah you're talking rude but i know that you did this to protect him yeah you know you came in and you saved the day you know and she goes none of this would have happened if you would have came with me and sansa goes you're right I wouldn't be the badass that I am right exactly. now yep. if I would have went with you. So, in a way, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, because she but even I'm says, glad, you know, I'm no longer a little bird. Right. You know? I'm glad you're here now. And I think that was the one, like, um, validation the Hound needed to know that he... Because he was awful. He was awful at the beginning. Well, he's been awful. He's been True. an awful character. Awfully but, goddamn funny. Right. That's now, what the, he's, <laughs> now he's, like, awful and daring, you know? Yeah, exactly. He's still the fucking awful hound, but at least now he's, like, fighting for good. Yeah. So, but then everybody's having a good time because, I mean, what a, what a way to make y'all alive enough the party, like, than to give somebody land, right? I know. <laughs> so everybody's having a good time. Straight up <laughs> Tyrion, the Oprah of the Seven Kingdoms. Right? Yep. Tyrion and all them are, like, are like enjoying a, like a drinking, drinking game. Yep. game. Yeah. So... And then it was kind of like I've never. So if they never if they never done anything drink, and then of course everybody's having a good time, but Tyrion making things awkward again because he's drunk. Yeah, you know, and, and Tyrion makes mention to Br- uh, Brienne of Tarth. You know, oh, you're a virgin, aren't you? And then uh-huh. Jamie's like, well, hold on, and Brienne's taking aback. Yeah, because questioning everything that she you know she doesn't want to tell Tyrion that of all people that's extremely extremely personal es- shit especially considering she has the hots for Jamie. right I mean, come on now because even right before they're just like making the move like you know what you should probably dare 
me, me to kiss Jamie. That'd be awesome, you know? <laughs> or like, even like... Seven minutes in heaven. Right? Because she's They find like, some rickety closet over in Winterville. she's giving Tyrion like, hey, look, I want to make my move, but I need some help here. Right, so I'm like, yeah. come on, help me out. And so Tyrion's like, I'll help you out. And I don't know. It was extremely embarrassing for... Um, Hell, it was embarrassing for me watching that exactly, shit go down. Exactly, because I feel awkward as shit because she's like, I'm done with this bullshit game. I'm out, right? And then everybody's like, uh-oh. But Jamie's like, hey, I kind of dig her too. And so maybe I know she's got the hots for me. So I guess he knows his brother? Oh, easily. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. But like, it was just extremely awkward. But I'm glad fucking it happened. Here's how Brienne got her groove. Not back, but. How she found her groove? How she got her groove. Yeah, how she found her groove. And like, (laughs) take off your shirt. Okay. Thunk, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, metal hand. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to undo ye old timey uh, garb it, with one hand. I know. But who dresses him? That's what I want to know. <laughs> she's because even like there's even moments of uh, like like she he's trying to like stumble over this shirt and she's like fuck it come here I got this but I'm just ready for I was just ready for rip or she's just like take out her sword and like ha ha <laughs> right she like swashbuckles his buttons right? off. I waited thirty years for this. Shroom, and just gets Brandon Tarth like fucking armor just rips in half. I didn't know what to expect, but she was like, come here. And it was nice. It was a nice scene. And after that initial moment of levity, it was actually pretty romantic because you see them really carry for each other. But I couldn't get the sound effect of dude out of my just the, just like her trying to hang out the club. And like later on, next day, the day in the morning, you just see him wake up. Funk. He's like trying to like get out of bed quietly and not wake her up. He just knocks stuff off the night shit, nightstand. Right? So just it really just the sound effect in my own head took me out of the scene. It wasn't any fault of the show. It was just I watched too many goddamn cartoons. That's very so. true. That's very true. It's like a but, three stooges episode. But before that, we Good for we, fucking Brian. Good get, for Brian. We get a nice little character interplay between Arya and Gendry because Gendry goes to look for Arya, finds her down in the I'm I'm assuming the same place, the stables, the what whatever. Oh, this was sad. When when she's like still practicing archery. I mean, because after all is said and done, she's still an assassin. She's still a badass. She's like, hey, you should be coming up celebrating. And she's like, fit, fit, fit. I am celebrating. Fit, fit, fit. She's keeping her skills honed, man. Good on her. And he goes, hey, guess what? Because he's had some in him. He's like, uh, he's I've got some land around. now. He goes, I'm going to be a landowner. I'm Lord Baratheon. I would love for you to be my lady. Will you marry me? And as soon as he did that, I go, there is no way in hell she is going to accept his uh, proposal. Well, think back when she was a little girl. I mean, the first couple episodes of the, the series. Yeah. When her and Sansa are talking about, you know, what their future holds when when the people are coming down from King's Landing and everybody talks about Sansa being a proper lady and she's Arya's a goddamn like, world class I'm not a lady. Right? She's a goddamn world class assassin. Why would you do that? She's at the prime of her killing life. Why would you want to settle down? You That's know true. what I'm saying? No matter how much, it's like, just, she goes to do her thing. It's, it's kind of hard to kill people when you've got a swaddling cloth and an infant on you. Exactly. Now, it can be done, but it's not for her. And she goes, look, I, I, I like you. I like what we had. It was cool, but... I like you, Gendry. Like! 
but it ain't for me, you know? And, and it was unfortunate, man, because you actually see that Arya has, Arya finally got feelings. She was smiling yeah. and having a good time, and she really did care, she really does care about him, and, and obviously he cares about her, but at the same time and place, it, it would never work, mm-hmm. because he's a, he's a forge man, he's like, I'm going to, he's a smithy, right, he's going to go into the garage again, and he's over there, bing, 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 meanwhile, she's daydreaming of like, going back to Bravo's, killing people up and down the coast, so like, <clears throat> Starting Whatever works for her, man. So, no, it wouldn't have worked. And I'm glad she was at least open and honest with him. Yeah. And before the tonal shift of the episode happens, we get Daenerys actually going to Jon. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. And this is terribly awkward because, like I've said in previous episodes, I mean, Daenerys is going straight mad queen. I mean, she, she is. You know, for all the niceties that she tries to lay on people and, you know, bequeathing land and everything else and giving people all these these baubles and trinkets. I mean, she's she wants power. That's all she wants. I I have to say I'm team Tyrion on this one. We'll get to why later, but I don't think she's beyond redemption. I think she's I not, don't think she's beyond getting a sword in the back. I don't think she's full on mad queen yet. She's not like she has not yet burned women and children and babies yet with dragon fire. When she does that, then yes, she is mad. Tune in for next week's episode. But until then, maybe I'm optimistic, but I'm still hoping out the fact that she won't. And that's why I'm saying I think she's Team Tyrion. But it was a very interesting play. (laughs) This is like... This episode should have been uh, like called the 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 game of telephone instead of the game of thrones. Because like Jon Snow's like, hey, they're in like in the heat of passion, they're having a party and like I can't because I'm a Targaryen, right? And then she's like, I beg of you, please don't tell anybody. Yeah, she tries to tell John to swear Bran and Sam to secrecy for life. Right? It's like, wow, okay. I'm so we're going of, there, huh? I'm kind of thinking it would work. No, it would it not would work. It would work. The, the secret would get out. You know, it would well, definitely fucking get out. Of course, you tell every Tom, Dick, Harry, you know. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty much where we leave with John and John and no. Daenerys. I mean, we, we we she's trying to get him to swear secrecy, and he still wants to bend the knee, and he still calls her a queen. But it's like it's never going to work because his bloodline. Well, because he's like, look, I never, I, I I don't want the the throne, and she goes, I know you don't want the throne, and I know you would be happy with just me doing it, but everybody else is going to want you to be on the throne. You have this responsibility, so if you don't tell anybody nobody's got no one's got a dude but you're giving her way you're giving her way more benefit of the doubt she says i've never begged for anything in my life she never has but she's not doing that for you know the good of the seven kingdoms she's doing that shit so she can sit on the throne herself ah i'm telling you you that's how it's gonna play out see she wants to we're in conjectureville but that's the way it's gonna play but here's the thing she wants to sit on the throne and Jon snow doesn't give a fuck if she does it or not so for me like yeah okay how about this well, if you tell, you can tell your sisters because you're your brother or your nose and Sam, but then you guys keep it together and then I'll run the shit. You can have the North and be whatever you want. Just like everything's cool. Just no, don't tell she, anybody else. Because she knows that Sansa is, you know, with, with Bran off being the three eyed Raven or whatever the hell useless shit Bran is doing right now. John is Again. not, John is not a Stark. So he has no claim to Winterfell. You have Sansa is the is the wardeness of the North, right. and you know she doesn't like Daenerys. But enough people will follow John. I don't know. I I'm think telling you, Sansa's going to send Arya to go just stab, stab, stab Here's in her thing. sleep. He shouldn't have said shit. He was talking. To, he was talking to Sansa, or not? He was talking to uh, Daenerys about it. Daenerys, like, please. 
Don't say anything because it's going to get nothing but trouble. Oh, I can't. I have to tell me brothers and sisters. So he goes off. What the hell kind of Jon Snow accent is that? I don't know. That's that? terrible. We just, we just went to like, you know, William Wallace. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's over there under his like fucking mink stole. Just, He's like, got a kilt. Don't tread on me. Right? The, the, the North remembers. So, <laughs> so no. So first thing he goes, he, he tells Sansa. No, he goes to the, to the weeping willow and like with bread and everything. Yeah, he goes to God's <laughs> eye. Yeah. And you're like, well, he's going to tell everybody everything because, no, no, no. I skipped a whole big part. Because well, no, keep going. Keep going. Because, I mean, we can talk about this part because that you're not, you're, you're not going to allow, you're, you're not going to allow John to break character because when he goes to the, the God's eye and he's talking to Bran and Sansa and, and, you know, uh, Arya, you know, he tells them, Hey, I've, I've got something to tell you. And he kind of looks at Bran for a second and then goes, you know, it's up to you. Brand just tells him, like, sorry, dude. No, exactly. My name's Bennett and I ain't in it. No, you know? again, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, he just bows up. He might as well have said, like, uh, I've got to work out right now. Bye. But, but you got to remember, man, even John said that back when, when they were at uh, the Dragon Pit, when, when he you know, bent the knee for Daenerys in front of Cersei. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, once people start lying, you know, the, it, it doesn't mean anything. Your yeah. word, your word is worthless. You know, so John has always been about honor. Everything he's done has been about honor. That's true. Cause she was like, you know, whatever, you're always going to be a Stark. And he's like, yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not I'm so much. Part Stark, you know, I don't know. So I think a lot of heartache would have said if, if he just would have like, you know, like, don't tell nobody, but yeah. you know. But I mean, you you can't you can't have that because that's you know what what Varys what Varys alludes to later on in the episode. He says, you know, how many people know, and he's having a conversation with Tyrion. Tyrion says eight. Varys goes, well, eight is information at this point. Well, because first of all, it wasn't like it, 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 don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't tell anybody except my sisters. You guys don't tell anybody. All right, I won't tell anybody. First thing Sansa does, Sansa's like, hey, Tyrion, guess what I want to tell you? You got to understand something, man. Game of Thrones is a lot like high school. Sansa does not like Daenerys. She wants her gone. <laughs> the mountains are like, she her wants her thrown in the sea, you yeah. know? So that, that's that's pretty much her deal. She does not want Daenerys anywhere near it because she knows that she's bad for Jon and everything that comes after. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, before we even get to that portion, we get the battle plan sequence of, you know, how they're going to attack King's Landing now that the, the threat of the dead has been resolved. Mm-hmm. So we, we know that half of the Unsullied are gone because, you know, Grey Worm says, you know, half of my troops are gone. Yeah. We know that Yara has retaken the Iron Islands, so apparently she got there and took over everything. That's some good news, yeah. you know, and we know that the, still survived. Right. We know that the Dothraki have been decimated, but... This is the part where, you know, this little inklings of Daenerys going mad queen. Yeah. Sansa and Arya, and they, they want to, you know, get their troops back up to snuff. Yeah. I mean, because they just been through, they went through a battle with the undead. They have or, 100% points. They're like, right. look, we're all for, like, helping you do that because you helped us out. But my men need to rest. We just And Sansa our- didn't even say my men. She goes, your men too. Yeah, you know, your they men They went too. through the same battle. Everybody needs to rest right now or they're going to see us as weak and just tear us up. Even your dragons aren't up to snuff right mm-hmm. now. And she goes, well. Yeah, because Rhaegal was still injured. Yeah. And she had that look like it's a smart plan. And everybody was like, yeah, it's, I mean, we need to do. And she goes, oh, well, when you guys needed me, I came out with no no problem at all. But when now it's your turn to repay the favor, ooh, we don't want to do it. We need a couple of days. You know? Come on, Daenerys. Two or three days is not 
asking for that much. Yeah, it's and well, I mean, you know, and they they don't know, you know, what we know as care, you know, as as people that follow the show. But even even if we don't know, still like she has a hundred percent points. Let the people rest. Give them a couple of days to lick their wounds before you send them off to fight again. That's just almost but, common sense. That's what I'm telling you, man. You know, you got you got a person that's getting drunk. You're drunk with power because everybody's like, uh. And even Tyrion's like, oh, I'll handle it. And you Varys know? is the same way. You know, he he's very distrustful of her at this point, thinking that she's not making wise and you know good decisions. Right. So, I mean, they're they're all pretty much at this point they're against Danny's you know ideology mm-hmm. because at this point she just wants to march on King's Landing, take Cersei out, and you know call the throne her own. And that look that Arya gave everybody when she was like, "Look, I'm gonna go take the throne right now. What you gonna do? Either you help me or not." And then Arya's like this bitch you know <laughs> but then she, then she she drives a further wedge in between john and yeah you know the, the the start kids yeah you know because john even says you know i will follow my queen and you know and the it, it goes completely against what aria said you know don't forget that we're family mm-hmm. when they they were finally reunited so it's like okay now danny is manipulating john John, I don't know what the hell his deal is. I mean, he's he's John's lo- all over the fucking place. Well, he's man. loyal because he bent the knee, and I mean, you know, he's a he's a just character. He's oath bound and everything else. Daenerys is going mad with power. Like I said, I don't think she's full on crazy, but he sees it. And oh, she's trying, getting there. He's trying his best to be like, look, honey, whatever you want. I'm trying. I'm man, trying she to- is straight up chugging up the crazy hill. Uh, yeah, I, I I still think she can make that detour. I don't think so, man. Not unless somebody lops off her head and she rolls back down on her own. God damn. Thanks to gravity. But now, you know, and we get the battle plan and, you know, how everything's going to happen. They're going to sail to Dragonstone. Um, they're going to have John and the armies, you know, march south on the King's Road to try to get to King's Landing from that area. Their original plan was a really good plan. If they just wait them out, mm-hmm. if they just wait them out, they have the dragons. One, that would give them time to heal. But two, that would also cut off everybody. And for sure, she would have to surrender if there's no more supplies. Like your inventarian said, yeah, the people in King's Landing have a history of revolting against people. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what they did when she walked down naked with the shame nun. I mean, they're throwing fruit at her. Imagine if, like, there's no fruit to throw. They're going to throw, like, rocks and shit. So if they just wait them out, of course they can just, like, Daenerys or whoever can just saunter in and be like, sup, this is my place now. I bring you bread. Right? Ta-da! So, I don't know. But, nope, I I, I, I I agree. I hate to say that I'm agreeing with you, but because I, I agree with you a lot. But, like. Oh, I was about to say, thank you a lot. Right? Appreciate that. <laughs> but she is going. Even when you're right, I don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Even when you're right, you're wrong, goddamn. No, but, like. <clears throat> no, um. She is going Mad Queen. I still hope for redemption, but no. Her redemption comes at the end of a blade. It was just a bad, bad, bad plan to go full on ahead. Yeah, with whatever no, she I'm, wants. I'm completely to do. with you, man. Yeah, and you know, in the next portion of the episode we get is, thank God we finally get the entrance of Brawn. You know, because Jamie and Tyrion are kind of sitting just talking about you know how everything's going to go down. Braun just kind of kicks open the door and enters in, and everybody's like, "Hey, Braun!" But he's like, "No, I'm still a sellsword. Forgot about that." I didn't like this. I didn't, I, I didn't like it either because I, I like the fact that, you know, Braun is still kind of tied to Tyrion and Jaime yeah. in a way. But this seemed almost like no. a vindictive Braun. It turned him into a lovable rascal to a full-on villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know? Yeah, he's a sellsword. 
and even like that threw off Jamie and Tyrion. Like, come on, stop fucking around. Yeah. No, no. And he goes, like, if you think he was gonna kill me, he would have hit me. Poof, and just pops Tyrion right in the face. And he goes, okay, well, there's that, right? Then he goes, no, I'm here to kill you. If you make a move, I will shoot you. And Jamie's like, come on, bullshit. But you still had the you still had the charming brawn because Tyrion's like, you broke my nose, and he's like, no, I've been breaking noses since I was your height. Yeah. You know, since I was your size, and I didn't punch you hard enough to break your nose. But then straight up say, look, I'm going to give you a chance. Cersei, I would, I think. Yeah, she gave me buckets of gold. Mm-hmm. And she says, I got this one, like, dope palace. If I kill you guys, I'll get even more. But you guys have two dragons, so I'm betting on the losing horse. What do you guys have before I turn the tide and shoot both of you guys, or at least one? Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, what did I say a long time ago? I'll pay, if she ever has you kill me, I'll pay whatever you have double. What's double of that? High Garden. Jamie's like, fuck that. We're not going to give High Garden this. High Garden's dope. High Garden has like the cool gardens. They're all high and shit. High Garden is like the last days of Caligula. Right? Don't dream. It's kind of like High Garden slash with Dorn. I don't know which one would be more fun to live in. What's the password in High Garden? Oh, gee. (laughs) But like High Garden, but perfect. And he goes, okay, cool. That sounds great. I'll take that. And like bullshit. But he shoots that arrow. And I'm like, come on. Now you're a full villain. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because I've always liked his character. Even when he was at his most lowest and despicable, it was still kind of like. I think I actually like Braun now more than what I did really? before. Yeah, really? because now now he's added an added layer of sleaze to his character. Yeah, and nor- you see, here's the thing. normally I would like that, but again, like back okay, like like back when the Purge Protector, I we first we were like, yeah, go him because right. he's doing cool shit. But now it's like, man, you're a straight up evil ass villain, and he's to me now an evil ass villain, and I don't like that. Yeah, and for the for the listeners that might be tuning in for the Game of Thrones, we also cover USA's The Purge. Lance, you know what we're talking about. Exactly. So Genius was referring to our previous episodes. So go find them. On boom, howdy. There you go. So you know, and when Bron makes this, when Bron makes this turn, I mean, I actually like him more now <gasps> because he's even more. He's added a layer of not just swarmy, but he's now a villain. I want him to get his comeuppance, and at first, before going into this episode, I was like, I hope he saves the day. I hope he gets good stuff. And now I'm like, man, I want him to be eaten by a dragon, and I shouldn't feel like that. I I, I still think there's, you know, if we're talking about redemption arcs and everything else. There, there's still something that. Bron is is playing too, and I think it's gonna no. be I think it's gonna be his loyalty to both Jamie and Tyrion. No, yeah. Plus, Not he's gonna a- get Highgarden out of the deal. So yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah, but still, I I don't think so. Like he could, he didn't have to go and kill him. He goes, hey, can I just keep my shit and get some more? You know, I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna have to do it. once again. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I don't like where he went with that. Okay. Uh, the next portion is the Hound and Arya again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Hound is leaving Winterfell. He's going back to King's Landing just because he doesn't do well with crowds. Apparently, right. the, apparently the Hound has is a huge introvert that has a gigantic-ass sword. And then she's like, I don't do well with crowds either, you know? I can blend into them. Right. I just and, don't like dealing with and them. And in a very ominous type of you know, for, uh, you know fortune-telling, the Hound goes, well, I don't plan on coming back. And Arya goes, well, neither do I. Right. So it's like, oh, shit. Okay, so, what are, what's going on now? So why are you going? He goes, I got some unfinished business. And Arya's like, me too. And we're both like, woo yes, we know where this is going. I hope she fucking fucks her seat Dude, up. I, I'm all about a you know an offshoot, like, spinoff. The Hound, Arya and the Hound. Lone Wolf and Cub, like, back in the day. But now, like, Arya is even better than the Hound. Yeah. So 
No, I like that. Just like that brief interaction. Yeah, because the the interaction was only like a minute, minute and a half long. Because the hound's already like, I got to get out of here, and Arya's like, Yeah, I, I'm getting marriage proposals right and left. I don't want to. So, and then plus I'm the savior of the day, and the, plus that's the thing. How are you gonna be a faceless person if you're known as the hero of Winterfell? Yeah, that's true. So she made the correct call. She could either have been like, "Yay, I'm the hero, look at me," or like, "Ninja vanish." And in true Arya fashion, Ninja vanish with the hound in tow. Yeah. So, and then you know, Danny goes to see the wounded dragons. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We oh, hold on. I want to talk about one thing that was both heartbreaking yeah. and like and like sad because the next thing I, I'm um is uh when Jamie is about to leave Brienne. Oh yeah, that's that's really sad. That was heartbreaking because like finally here she is, this noble warrior, and she finally met somebody that she truly respected and loved and spent the night together and it was it was great and he's over there thunk thunk, right? And so like she goes, Hey, I love you, stay with me, don't go because he's the next thing he's like, Yeah, I'm getting up, I'm gonna go get some water, bye, right? <laughs> Gotta go fight for success. Gotta go fight for Cersei's. So, um... Come to King's Landing! Fight for success! <laughs> so, she's like, That needs to be go. on a poster. Right? Don't go, because one, if you go, you're gonna be fighting for... Not only you're gonna die because you're fighting everybody else with the dragons, but two, you're still fighting for someone because you love her. Mm-hmm. I love you. Don't do this. Stay with me. And he goes, look... You think I'm such a good person? I'm, I did some horrendous shit. You see that kid in the wheelchair over there? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I right? pushed him out of a window right? for my sister. You heard about all this horrible shit? Yeah, that was me. And yeah, I've done some terrible stuff, and I'm going to keep doing terrible stuff because she's my sister. So this is where we're going to go. That was heartbreaking to me, especially because it was heartbreaking to Brienne. You know, because he's going to go. She just opened up her heart. And he's going to go and, like, say, uh, sorry, I got to go do my sister. In fairness, one, that's his family, his sister. And two, that's his, like, side piece. But, like, which is, ugh. But, side piece? No, Cersei main is piece. his main piece. Main piece. Ugh. Right? Those family trees should not cross. But it's. it's that's it, not a family tree. That's a family a branch. Wreath. Yeah, it's a wreath. But anyway, no, it's. It's just, it's just sad because, once again, Brienne is a hero and you don't want to see bad things happen to good people. Yeah. So even in the Game of Thrones. Yeah, while everybody's doing, like, they're, they're, I guess they're saying their goodbyes as well. The the one I, I think I like the most and the one that was heartbreaking for me was Tormund and Jon. Right. You know, because Tormund says, you know, I'm going to take the wildlings back north of the wall where we belong. You do. And, you know, Jon's like, you know, okay, good, thanks. They, they hug each other and Jon gives him... Your ghost. Can and I, you feed and, Jack my and, dog? And dude, the part that oh man, it was heartbreaking for me because like ghost is still ripped up, like missing an ear. Right. But I'm like, damn man, even the dire wolf got him some with the the army of the dead. Well, but that's good. Like that, not only is he alive, but he's like, look, uh, my girl wants to go and fight. I don't want to do this, but you know, kind of oath bound, and I I made a promise, right? I made, made it's, a date. It's like what they always say, you know, the wolves belong in the north. Right, and you he know? was like, yeah. It's an allusion to the Starks as well. So can you take my dog? Because I don't, I don't think I'm going to die there, you know? And if not, whatever. And he goes, no, yeah, I'll take your dog because he belongs up there north too. And so do you. And you know what? Yeah, he fucking does. I think at the end of the day, he deserves to be on the throne because I think John. So you think John could be the new Mance Raider? Man, yeah, I think the John. I think John could be like you know the king that unites all the tribes. Yeah, maybe he could be like the king that like the king of the north, and the and then Danny could be the king of the south, and or they could have like the palace in the middle. 
It'd be like the, they turn Van the <laughs> the dun 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 dun. Like it's a, a Venn diagram, and the over <laughs> the overlap yep, is Winterfell. Yep, huh? yep, 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 right there. So that's be the new King's Landing. The King's Landing would be the Dothraki summer home. <laughs> and then we get Sansa and Tyrion talking to one another. Everybody's spilling the beans and, and everybody. And Sansa asked Tyrion, you know, why her? Why why does the why does the ruler have to be her? Mm-hmm. And then she even says, you know, what if there's someone better? So we know that Sansa spills the beans to Tyrion. Yeah. Because otherwise we wouldn't get the interplay with Tyrion and, and Varys on the on the boat later on in the episode. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows. And it's just like Varys said, you know, once once eight people know it's information, it's no longer a secret, you know, so I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting because then, you know, we, we get the portion with John, Sam, and Gilly. Mm-hmm. You know, John finds out that Gilly's pregnant with, with another little Sam, yeah. and they want to name him John. You know, he it's, goes, hope it's a girl. Yeah. I don't I don't know exactly what the, what, what's the female version of John? Joanna. Oh, oh yeah, we're Joanna. There you go. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. Yeah, I think it works still. Mm-hmm. So, Joanna Snow. So I guess we're uh, we're to assume that you know Sam and Gilly go you know live their lives happily ever after because I, I mean we know they're not fighters. Well, I think they're going to stay in Winterfell, which would be smart because it's Winterfell. He's got yeah he's got friends there. Mm-hmm. Tormund's going to go off and take the wildlings with him. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> after he goes, the women are too small here. Oh. <laughs> and he and he hates the he hates wine. Yeah, <laughs> he likes sour goat place. milk. I, you know, if that's, if that's the way we leave Tormund, if we never see him again, I think that's okay because we know he's out there drinking like giant right out of a big old fucking mammoth horn, right? Banging everybody and having a good time being a wildling. Cause like, even though he was torn up once Brianna Tarth went with, cause he was peacocking the whole time. Yeah. Like, ha ha again, yep, who wants giant milk? But then like. It was kind of sad to see him sad when uh, Brienne went out with, with Jamie because he knew what was going to happen. He's like, oh, man, I fought tooth and nail for that woman. And then sounds like, eh, go do your thing, ladies. Right? <laughs> just like the putting the spring in Springfield. And like just going around. And so he's like, well, I'm going to go home. If that was the end of Tormund's saga and story, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I would rather see him go off and go home and know that the misadventures of Tormund is out there instead of seeing him die in King's Landing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that was a fitting goodbye for me for him. Yep. I'm going to say that's goodbye. I hope it's not. But I I hope it's not either. I I, I hope the wildlings have to march down King's Road. Yeah. But again, I hope it's okay. Oh, me too. So. And then we get the part that we've alluded to a couple times. You know, Tyrion's talking to Varys on the boat because they are sailing to King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And we get a pretty, I mean, the only action scene we really get in the episode is the Iron Fleet, you know, firing the the gigantic dragon the killers um, toward the, the boats that Daenerys is on. But before we get to that, when we're talking about, let's talk about the Tyrion and Varys because that was pretty juicy. Yeah, th- there were some really good that was juicy. issues with, with Tyrion and Varys. All, the, mm-hmm. Actually, the entire episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was interesting how they're getting drunk and Varys is like, look, she's going crazy. She really is. You know it. You can't rein her in anymore. She's doing her own thing. And he goes, what you're talking about is treason. He goes, you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures. But remember, that's when they're in Dragonstone already. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's even, that's after the, the part that they're on the boats. And, you know, oh, they're, that's they're, right. They're, that's right. Yeah, they're talking about the information piece of it. So, I mean, we still get the battle sequence ah, before, you know, right. before they get there. My bad. I, no. I, well, I went too far. <laughs> Let's media rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we get Euron in the in the Iron Fleet. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess 
it's it's one of the best like sequences that we've seen since the Battle of Blackwater Bay with the ships. I think it's probably one of the only ones since Blackwater Bay. Yeah, it was a cool water shot. We don't get a lot of water battles, but when we do, they're pretty cool looking. Yeah. And this one was interesting. But of course, like <clears throat> it almost seemed like again, Daenerys was wrong for saying we got to go right now. Because, of course she was wrong because it got another dragon killed. Yeah, it got another dragon killed. But before that, it's like one, exactly, they're one too weak. And Cersei knows they're coming for him. And they're going to for him. And they're like over there going, here we come. Do to do. Not checking our three. Not checking now, our six. The, now, what I was thinking about when we saw Rhaegal get hit multiple times with the with the dragon killer bolts. Okay. Here's my, here's, we're going into Conjectureville. Mm-hmm. Drogon does not allow Danny to ride him. He goes toward Jon. Yeah. So John becomes the the only rider of Drogon. Huh. huh. Ah. I completely turns his back on Danny and just like, you know, I know who the real king is. Really? Yeah. King of the dragons. I can I can see it. Dun 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 dun. So I mean we get a pretty good battle sequence because But they like, should have the, known the, that they are gonna be ready with the big old giant spears if you know that you're Well they didn't fight. they didn't know that they were mounted to the boats. That's true. Because then all of a sudden, you know, after they down the one dragon, Danny looks like she's gonna go after Euron in, in the head ship of the Iron Fleet, which apparently she's taken on a little bit more of John than we know because that's a John move. I think she should have. She should have, like, you know what? She was going to go There's no on. way she could have got there, man. She could have went around. There's no way they could have, like, you know, spun it around. She could have went around, like, got Jakar's, you know, or something. I don't but know. Then, but then that takes away the whole, you know, intensity of the moment because, I mean, she was bearing down with Drogon to try to go after the lead boat. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, but the Jakar's goes far. <laughs> How far does Jakar's go? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Is it wobble too? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we we get that we get that moment of just not necessarily her turning into the Mad Queen, but just madness about having she another one of her, her uh, another one of her kids get killed. Yeah, you know, and, it's, and there's no bringing it back. It ain't gonna be Frostworm right. this time. Yeah, no, exactly. Frostworm ain't getting brought back. Nah. So Rhaegal is dead because you know Euron even alludes to it later in the episode. You know, I watched him go down in the water. We we killed him. There's one for Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> so when this whole like I guess the this the sea sequence breaks out. Euron then turns like the gigantic dragon killer bolts against the boats and man like completely decimates the 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 fleet that Daenerys had. If okay, she should have just went straight up, like whoop and just went up and then when it came down and there was no way they would have been like ah and just they I, I don't know I don't know exactly if, if, if Danny is Maverick from Top Gun. I don't know if they can actually, you know, go inverted danger you know, I, zone i have no idea it's whether that dragon just like you can fly in there just go up straight up just enough so they're trying to shoot and they can't go any further because you have to have the the arm pulled back so they can only go up a you're, you're killing me with this you know that right i'm telling you it could have worked <laughs> if i was riding if i was riding one of those dragons it would have been game over for the great it'd be dragons. like peter griffin getting kind of heavy yeah <laughs> we're going down genius <laughs> I mean, I could see it happening. It would literally be King's Landing. I mean, and I'm with you, man. If she just would have, if she would have circled, 
Yeah, but, I mean, circle we, back. But we don't know how fast the dragon is in comparison to how fast they can turn those crossbows. No, you know what? There's no fucking way they can turn it faster than a fucking dragon. I don't care how badass your boat is. You could be the. It no, I'm not be... talking about turning the boat. The 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 actual bolts, the sure. crossbows were on swivels. Then it would hit the, the sail. Anyway, we're go- I'm going two way deep. Exactly. It was it was just one of those moments that got kind of. Stuck we're talking in my physics on a show about dragons, dragons. and dead people. I know, but it just got stuck in my crock because she's over there, like you know, I'm gonna get you, and then she goes down and doesn't do anything. Well, she's like, let me run but, out of there. But then she ultimately, you know, kind of comes back to her senses and realizes, look, I just lost Rhaegal, right? So I can't lose both of my dragons and myself. So she peels off and kind of goes off. She could have went in like one. And then bounce, you know? <laughs> Little Drakars. Like, <laughs> I drive by Drakars. <laughs> I'm just going around Drakars. Whoosh. Break yourself and then fly away. Yeah. So. And then they're like, okay, so you know what? We can't shoot at the dragons. Let's shoot at the boats. I got to give it to the Greyjoys. That was an excellent plan. If you got big ass crossbows that can take it out on a dragon, why not take down the enemy fleet? Yeah. Cause like what do they got? No. Well, I mean, she didn't take down. They didn't take down the entire in, in no, fleet. just enough to. But like get pretty much everybody that the Unsullied were on, and so the main ships. You yeah. don't have to take out the fleets if you take out the the, the head ships with all your Very generals true. and everybody else. There, so that was an excellent plan, and that was a cool shot. It was not quite Matrixy bullet time, but you see Tyrion running while all these like big giant ass spears are ripping through the ships. Are just ripping the shit of these ships and like <laughs> plugging up the poop deck and everything. <laughs> So, like, no, I liked that scene. I thought that scene was cool. Yeah, and, you know, Cersei and the Kyburn and Euron are the next scene that we get with them talking. And, you know, it's it's kind of ominous because Cersei makes mention, I guess her her line was, you know, the lion shall rule the land, the kraken mm-hmm. the sea, and our child will rule it all. And it's like, wow, okay, that's um kind of a neat little interplay because, like, you despised, you absolutely despised Euron about... Oh, I don't know, about a half year ago when they right? were at Dragon, uh, Dragonstone. And or not I, Dragonstone, I'm sorry, the Dragon Pit. And now you're all happy. Like, I know. Eh, I got but again, I, I think she's manipulating him. Oh, of course. She's her She's her She's her So, so yeah. And I it, don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, the it's interesting the way that, the, that she's playing that because, you know, she's she's kind of leading uh, Euron on to just, you know, continue to use the, the Iron Fleet. She's doing or what's what left she of is. It. She's doing what she's doing. But it was a good shot, like, Tyrion is all of a sudden, like, he's trying to swim because the, the ship's exploded. Uh-huh. And then you just see the mask come down and pop him in the nip, in the head. Next thing you know, everybody's all shipwrecked and shit. And I'm like, ah, shit. I wonder if they found the Professor and Marianne. Right? Just sit right back and you hear a tale. Dun, 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 Grey dun, Worms dun, over dun. listening to a radio made out of a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, they, they all get washed up ashore and Grey Worm can't find Masande. Mm-hmm. Well, we find out later in the episode that she has been taken captive by Euron. Um, but before we get to that portion, we, we get another part where Varys is trying to advise Daenerys against storming King's Landing. I mean, he's, yeah. he's like, look, you know, this is not going to bode well for us. You know, our, our fleet is in, you know, tatters. Our army is tired. He goes, I will. You told me if I ever went against you, look you in the eye and say it. And I'm telling you right now, this is a bad idea. Yep. Again, Varys is very wise and very smart because it is a bad idea. Every single step Daenerys made past the party has been a bad move you know yeah. i mean and it shows ah i hate that i keep putting my faith in her but at the same time i do i don't know keep the faith right i'm, I'm the drawer of the podcast there you go <laughs> 
so we we get Varys and Tyrion. Then the, the next shot is that w- what you alluded to earlier. They were talking about you know how Tyrion still has allegiance to Daenerys and he still wants her to be the just queen and he still wants her to sit on the Iron Throne. And Tyrion makes mention, you know, we're discussing treason. Yeah, you know, because Varys wants very much to have a a justified person sit on the throne and he does not believe in what Ver- uh, what Daenerys is saying now. Mm-mm. You know, he does not follow he is not following the book of Daenerys. No. So, you know, he makes mention a couple times, you know, what happens what happens if she's not the one that sits on the throne? You know, what happens if we use all of our powers to insert Jon there? And Tyrion is causing continuously broken for peace on multiple occasions. He knows that Varys wants Daenerys gone. But he's like, "Look, we can do other ways. We can get him married." That's that proposal is still on the table. We can do all sorts of stuff. We don't have to go and put a knife in her back. Mm-hmm. But then, then Varys is like, but what else can we do? She will never give up her quest for power. We no, can't, oh, absolutely not. We can't put her in jail. No jail will hold her. She'll fucking judge her car or she'll do something. And I'm straight up going to go, my, my, my mad queen. Uh, I told you. I, but like. You just said it. She's never no, going to give up power. She won't. But at the same time, not, not. But throwing her in jail won't work. But same thing. Put her like, in a sky cell. Yeah. But at the same time, let's she just, just call a dragon. Away. She just flies away. Right? <laughs> Wingaras. Vroom. And like just grow wings and fly. But um, no. Tyrion's like, look, we can still talk to her. We can still try and like make things right. And I think he still can. I still think I still. I'm team Tyrion on this. I think there's still a little bit of humanity left in the Dragon Queen. Yep. Yeah. And in the next portion, I think we've got a couple listeners that are probably yelling at us because you jumped the gun a little bit about talking about Jamie leaving. Yeah. Because Brienne and Sansa are in, you know, they're kind of formulating a plan, assumingly, you know, to talk about how they're going to feed the armies and how they're going to feed the people still at Winterfell. Well, Jamie walks up and Brienne tells, you know, Jamie about the dragon being dead and Masande being captured. And I think that's really what made up his mind to go, you know, look, I got a bolt. So. You know, we, we get the interplay between him and Brienne later on. Because my sister has, like, the queen's right-hand woman, the translator. She's going to fuck her up. Yeah. And I got to fight for my, for my sister. Ugh. 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 So, the, I, I guess the final portion of the, the episode that we really need to talk about, or that, you know, just chronologically happens, is that Daenerys, the army, or I'm, I'm assuming a portion of the Unsullied with Grey Worm in, in tow, Tyrion arrive at the gates of King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And we've got all the archers that are up on top. We've got Drogon, I'm assuming, just kind of standoffish out of the range of the like the gigantic crossbows. That right, because apparently the, the smiths at the King's Landing have been working 24-7 because now they don't just have one prototype. They've got about 700 of them. Well, in fairness, in fairness, the, before the Army of the Dead, they're at Winterfell That's working true. overtime, making enough swords for like everybody to like, be armaments have dragon, dragon glass, glass. Yeah. so of course you're gonna have enough armaments to like do the entire king's landing it looks like fucking um <laughs> it looks like the fire of the ramparts yeah you know it's ye old purge it's like there's just like all these turrets and shit yeah and, and they're discussing you danny doesn't go you know cersei doesn't come down cersei sings kyburn mm-hmm. danny sends Tyrion. right yeah yeah, yeah dr creepy hand and, versus hand and as they as they come out you know Tyrion's pleading with him you know look you need to save all these people's lives and tell cersei to give herself up to surrender the throne and kyburn's saying the exact same thing you know look m- you know we know that masande is up on top of the rampart she's like mm-hmm. your translator's gonna die this is not a negotiation. I'm I'm just merely the mouthpiece of the queen. Tell me what you want, and if you don't give it, which she's gonna die. 
And so then finally, like Tyrion, and Tyrion wants, tells him what he wants, what he really, really wants. He wants to, he wants to, he wants to, really, 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 really like, sick as a. But he wants to go up, and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna talk to Doctor Creepy anymore." Yeah, he just walks up. It's my sister, and everybody's like, "Whoop!" Firing on that. I knew they weren't gonna shoot Tyrion because even she's like, "Oh, hold on," you know. I knew that there wasn't gonna be like. And then no, nah, just... they, they weren't going to kill Tyrion off with a, just a bunch of random archers. Right. But it, it shows the power that Cersei has. And it also shows that Tyrion can still get into her head, no matter mm-hmm. how much she likes to say that, you know, she just absolutely despises him. You know, after all is said and done, he still has the ability to, to completely F with her head. But he's like, you're not a monster, even though she fucking is. Yeah. You know, you're not a monster. And he's over there, Helen Lovejoying it. Think of the children, right? Think of your children. And she goes, oh, yeah, you're right. Again, this episode should have been titled Spill the Beans because everybody's spilling everybody's secrets all over the place. Right. I mean, like, it wasn't supposed to be common knowledge that Cersei was pregnant. Tyrion's like, hey, pregnant lady, think about your kid. I I still don't think she is. I I think that's a play because, I mean, look, I mean, the last episode we saw her drinking. Yeah. I'm sorry, two episodes ago we saw her drinking. Because even Euron Greyjoy is like, I put a baby in you just like I said I would. Did six it. Apparently, you're you on know? Greyjoy has morphed into Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers series. Okay. Kind of, sort of. They got the same facial hair. Yeah, they do. But, um, no, it, it's it's interesting to see how many people that Cersei's trying to play. So, I think it's going to, you know, number one, it's going to piss off Jamie when he finds out that, you know, that Euron is bedding his sister, you know, his sister right. lover. I'm the rag. Yeah. And then that baby that should be Jamie's, she's going to claim that it's Euron Greyjoy pissing Jamie off craziness. Yeah. So... No, and then she's like, well, sounded like peace was a good option because Tyrion is yelling at Cersei like, look, we can't, you don't have to do this. All these women and children are in there. They're going to die. I need to rewind it back because that was fucked up because Cersei don't give a shit. <clears throat> everybody's coming in. Everybody's getting ready because they already saw that a dragon was coming. They're kind of like, yay, we killed a dragon. But oh shit, there's another one. Let's get in the keep. And then everybody... They're like, hey, we're going to get kind of full. Cersei's like, you know what? Just leave the doors open. Just leave the doors open. (laughs) Let more people come on in. And Because Daenerys won't burn them all. Right for a second, third show, everybody's like, oh, you're being real generous that you're going to take care of your people. And she goes, no. She's using them as meat shields. Exactly. Just a a women and children baby shield. Just go ahead. If she wants to burn through them, fucking go for it. I'm right here. Come at me, bro. I mean, dude, because at this point, with with Masande being captured, Grey Worm is just like, no, we will kill all your enemies. We will mm-hmm. storm the we will yeah. storm the Red Keep, and we will kill Cersei. I'm just like, damn, Grey Worm, mm-hmm. is that deep? Go. So now we we even get even a more pissed off Grey Worm because the the last portion of the episode that we see is Cersei walking over to Masande. He gra- she grabs her by the arm and says, "Do you have any last words?" After Tyrion just made this like really heartfelt Imp- speech about trying to yeah trying to save your life, your kid's life, all these lives. Again, she chooses violence. Yeah. So she goes, "You got any last words?" And I didn't know what she was gonna say. I thought she was gonna like, "Grey Worm, I love you." No. Or, like I thought it was gonna be like like Cindy Margolis. No. You know? But she's like Dracarys. And when she said Dracarys, I don't know why, but I was just expecting like this like spirit of the dragon. Oh, just come by and just like blow everybody up. I don't know why. If I maybe it's like too many like old eighties, but like done like really bad, like cartoony, like coming up like a flame, like some Flash Gordon shit, you know. But I I don't know. It was a good like you know what? Don't worry about me. Fuck them up. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I, I know I'm going to die, so I still believe in your cause. Mm-hmm. When she saves your cars, you know, Cersei has the the, the mountain, Franken mountain, yeah. just behead her. And I mean, the shot that, that boom, we get, boom, boom. I mean, we get her head falling off the rampart, and then we get her body falling off the rampart, but it's really hazy because they're focused in on Tyrion as he turns his back. And the shot is, you see, like, the body bleeding out and the head bleeding out on, like, the the different sides of Tyrion. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, that's kind of graphic. <laughs> it was a Badlands shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it very much was. Yeah. Was but dumb. now we, we get an even more pissed off Danny, and it's, you mm-hmm. know, it's ultimately Cersei's play. Yeah. She's trying to get her to piss off, so exactly. pissed off so she makes a mistake. Because she's already made a mistake by, like, going there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, half-cocked and with, you know, an army that's already freaking tired. Tired and exhausted. You can't go. If your stamina is gone, you can't go, like you said, half-cocked and ready to rock. Yep. It isn't going to work. So... Yeah, so, I mean, I, th- I thought that the last words that Masande could have uttered were, I, w- I wouldn't say, you know, Valar Morghulis, you know, we wouldn't right. say Cindy Margolis, anything like that. I don't think it would have been like, I love you, Grey Worm. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. I don't think it would have been anything like that. But, I mean, it's Reeves just, you know, no matter what happens, I'm still on your side. So, yeah. you know, burn it all. Yeah. And I think, that's what, I think that's what Daenerys is going to try to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've She's come to kill all the. You think Daenerys is going to kill all the babies and women and children? Just I think at this point she is pissed off enough that she just very well might. She needs to go. Hey, look, Bran, do fucking something. Now I, I, I think you know, and we're talking about Conjectureville. Send the Raven. No, I think Conjectureville. We're going to have a pissed off Daenerys to the point where she orders the armies to, you know, attack King's Landing. Well, John doesn't want to do it, and I, we already know that the armies are loyal to John. You know, so Grant, you think they're going to say okay. She done fucked up by killing all these babies. Fuck her up, and we'll fuck with Cersei later. Yeah, I, I think just, be like, and then become like a battle of five armies, or like everybody split. Quite, like quite possibly, man, and, because you know, even with even with Daenerys, you know, that'd be dope to see like everybody well, split. You you've got Daenerys, you know, in charge of the Unsullied. Granted, they're great fighters, but they're half strength. You know, they literally if, have if half that, the people. If that. Right. So, I mean, do you think Grey Worm is going to go against his queen? No, because he no, because it's no. it's going to be a no, it's going to be a team, John. Team Daenerys, Team Cersei, Team kind Cersei. of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I just see it playing out that way because John will not kill innocents. No. You know he won't. No, he won't. I, I mean, think... he tried to save the wildlings just because he thought that the you know the the Night King was going to march on them too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's he's one of those people that's just trying to save the world, man. I would like to see Cersei be defeated before he has to shoot on Daenerys. Oh, I yeah, I think that's going to happen. I think somehow, I think somehow Arya is going to get to Cersei. I hope so. Because oh, Cersei is the last person on, on her list besides the Hound, but now we've got Arya and the Hound, so I mean, I don't know if the Hound is going to, you know, so. I still say the Hound kills the Mountain, okay? Okay. But they almost kill each other. I think they either Hound kills the Mountain or they kill each other. And Arya has to win. kill the Hound because no. he's mortally wounded? No, I think the It's kind of like a mercy killing? They're like, fuck. No, here's what happens. The Hound dies. The Lord of Light brings him back and you just see him go, Fuck! Right? <laughs> He's all pissed off because he finally thought he'd die. Right? Meanwhile, Jamie's fighting his best to save the day. He dies by Arya. Arya, then, but we don't know. Arya then goes, takes her face. He's like, oh, I said it like on last episode. I love you, sister. I'll here fight for you. Oh, good. Stabby, stabby. Stick, stick, stick. And then it's Arya. Dun, 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 dun. And like Sansa, or there's a Stark on the throne. Yeah. Or Gendry. Powdered sugar. I mean, it's believable because we've got all these characters in play. So some of them, some of them got to live to the end of this, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, we got the, the army of the undead already taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, with that being said, I've come to the end of my notes. Do we have anything that you want to touch on before we start grading the episode? No, I think we're good. All right. So like we do on every episode, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, how would you rate this episode? I don't know. Maybe because it's like coming off the heels of one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. This one, it had a good, lot of good moments, but it didn't give me that one final punch. Okay. You know, it didn't wow me. Gotcha. So I'm going to go 7-7. Seven, seven, solid 7. I want to go, you know, it seems a little bit low, but I kind of, I, I, I don't feel it deserves a seven and a half. There was some good stuff. A dragon died. There was some coolness. It sets all the people up where they need to be. But it's like, okay, it's a good episode. But again, it didn't like super wow me. Right. You know? So you're going to go seven. Yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and echo your sentiment and go seven as well. I, I really did enjoy the first portion. Uh, the you know the, the the big banquet and everything mm-hmm. because it, it set up some nice tension between Sansa and Daenerys. Sansa shade, and, and you know of course it puts Dan, uh, it puts John in between both of them. You know his love for Daenerys and his you know kinship and his, his yeah. familial relationship with Sansa and Arya. So I think that's going to be one of the things that that ultimately plays out. I mean I really like that part. I really like the sea sequence when yeah. when Rhaegal gets killed and and the boats get ripped apart. Boats and hoes. I really hated to see Masande die because I think she was one of like not necessarily like a, a zealot of a character, but she was a, a true believer in Daenerys. Yeah, you know, and I think yeah. that that having those type of people in your life in this type of story is is really important. And now Daenerys doesn't have that. But again, when you talk about like after this, you're going to go make have a good time and live a happy life. And, yep. Yep. You're not long. So I mean, now now Grey Worm's going to be out for blood. Yeah. Now my question, blood. my question is, does he kill the mountain? Or do you still think the hound gets that that accolade? The hound gets the accolade. I'm but do you, you think that, that that you know Grey Worm is going to go you know balls to the wall to try to go after him, and he ends up having to fight the hound? No, for think, for the right to fight the mountain. Like in another three way battle. No, I think that the hound's going to come in and save the day. You know, mm-hmm. Grey Worm's going to try and kill the mountain, but at the end of the day, speed will only get you so far against somebody who's unfucking dead. Yeah, but dude, we we talked about it off air, man. You know, the mountain has always had issues with speed. Yeah. Because I mean, he wouldn't be Franken Mountain without the you know the Viper of Dorn. You know, That's the Red true. Viper kicking kicking his ass. And the only thing that got him was the fact that the, the Red Viper was was just angry. Yeah. And I think that's going to ultimately do in Grey Worm as well. Oh, yeah. You Grey, know, Worm's, so. Grey Worm's gone. All right. So you're going to go seven. I'm going to go seven. I want to remind everybody that we will be back tomorrow for AMC's Into oh, the Badlands. the final episode. Final episode. Shit. So we will probably be a little sullen with yeah, it. With I know, episode. right? Sal- salty. Yeah. Like the, like the fries at the bottom of the bag. <laughs> Sack fries. <laughs> but then we'll be back again on Tuesday with that episode. But then mm-hmm. again next Monday with the Game of, Game Thrones, of Thrones episode five. Yes. So on that portion, I want to go ahead and remind everybody, check boomhowdy.com. But on behalf of Genius McGee, I'm Dustin P. And Cindy Margolis.